together growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I'd like us to reflect on the prophet Jonah chapter 3 verses 1 to 10. The word of the Lord came to Jonah saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and proclaim to it the message that I tell you. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city, three days' journey in breadth. Jonah began to go into the city, going a day's journey, and he cried, Yet forty days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. And the people of Nineveh believed God, and they proclaimed a fast, and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them to the least of them. Then tidings reached the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne and removed his robe and covered himself with sackcloth and sat in ashes. And he made proclamation and published through Nineveh. By the decree of the king and his nobles, let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Let them not feed or drink water, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth, and let them cry mightily to God. Yes, let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence which is in his hands. Who knows, God may yet repent and turn from his fierce anger so that we perish not. When God saw what they did, how they turned from their evil way, God repented of the evil which he had said he will do to them. And he did not do it. There are a few things here that I believe are crucially important. The first one, the Lord God speaks to Jonah. And he says, arise and go to Nineveh, that great city, and proclaim the message I tell you. What is the plan of God for you this morning? What is the plan of God? What does he have in mind for you, for me? I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. For your growth, for your sustenance, for your prosperity. I know that God loves you. I know that God wants nothing but the best for you. I know that God dreams big dreams for you. I know that God wants you to have life and have it in abundance. I know that God wants you and I to be attached to him. I know that God wants us to grow where we are rooted in him. 
I know the plans that God has. And so as we begin this day, as we look into our lives, Lord, what do you want me to do? Go back to that beautiful account of young Samuel being called by God. And the third time Eli says to him, just say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And in that phrase lies a lot. Speak, I'm listening. I'm willing to be taught by you. I'm willing to grow. I'm willing to be challenged. I'm willing to be channeled. I'm willing to be what you want me to be. Not out of fear. Out of love. Because I trust you. And now if you go through this story, it is God who says Jonah. In chapter 3, Jonah gets there and he starts preaching, repent, otherwise something worse will happen. We hear similar stories in the gospel where Jesus says, you are safe now, you are healed now, but don't do it again lest something worse happens. Repent. And something worse will happen. And that for me, it's not a threat. But it is a message of love. It is a God who says to me, I love you so much, but I respect your freedom. I'm asking you to cooperate with my grace. I'm asking you to cooperate with my grace. Don't do that, which you know will hurt you in the long run. I love the response of the king. I love how the king looks at it. He gets off the chair and he wears sack clothes, covers himself in ashes. That is an acknowledgement I have sinned. I need help. But not only I, but my whole people need help. And that is something powerful. During Lent, that we acknowledge our communal mistake, our common sin, our common arrogance, and acknowledge there go I, but by the grace of God. That I realize that I need help. And I need to change. That's all it's all about. It's about acknowledging, it's about re realizing, it's about making the right choice, putting the right foot first. Now, as he goes around preaching, the king makes a decision. The whole nation. Go back to, to, jo uh, to Joshua. When Joshua is at the crossroads and he talks to his people and he says, 
You've got to make a choice. Whose God are you going to serve? The gods your fathers worshipped in the wilderness? The gods you met in this land? Or the gods of Abraham? The God of Isaac? The God of Jacob? The God of ancestors? And he says, but I, I with my household, will serve God. And sometimes we need to make those choices. They may not be popular. They may not be liked. But they are necessary. How am I going to be a Christian in this challenging world? How am I going to be honest in a world of corruption? How am I going to be a beacon of hope in a land of despair? How am I going to bring light in the world of darkness? And, and there's this that God calls us to do. To be that which the world needs. Be in the world even though you are not from the world. And God has placed you in that work, in that school, in that relationship for a purpose. He knows that you will not disappoint him. And he trusts in you. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect us, to bless us, to guide us. But above all, to lead us to the truth, to the greater realization of who we are as beloved sons and beloved daughters. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.